And welcome to the show, man. I told you, I told you we're going to make this happen more, more ways than one, because I have so many independent artist interviews, man. I, I know as soon as I start putting them on Instagram, there's going to be hundreds of these artists flocking here. So I'm just doing what I can on the YouTube whenever I have time. But, you know, I had to carve out some time for you to do our interview. You've been connected with me for a while. You've been a supporter. I think, how did you find out about me in the show originally? Because I think you connected with me on Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was um actually um doing my usual thing, networking, you know what I mean, getting after trying to go on ahead and expand. And um I ran into you on there and um yeah, we just went on ahead and kind of connected from there. I was a fan of the show, you know what I mean? You always have like a ton of dope fucking guess old school, new school between you feel me, like you got the whole thing on Smash. So I support that, man. And then you know, like us talking off camera and everything, building a rapport and everything, building a real good friendship, man. It's, it's always dope um, to just connect because we both running around, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We both trying to get this shit cracking. So at the end of the day, it's always good to, to link up. But we've been trying to do this for a minute. So yeah, we've been, we've been trying. I, I told you I was going to get you before I left St. John's because this is, you know, this is streaming on all my platforms right now, of course. But before I let leave the university here, in a few weeks, you know, I wanted to make this happen for you because I'm able to carve out time slots for independent artists. I can do whatever I want now. So since I'm the higher a person, so I can do whatever I want on the time frames. But we're here though. King Champs is here. He's dropped a brand new project that back in December, Dawn of the Dead, which I was a fan of. Yes, Forbes, right. was, yes, Forbes right. was my favorite song off of it. Oh yeah, now for listen, man. Listen, bro. Everybody has a favorite off of the album. And I always feel as an artist, as soon as fans and DJs and different people all have their personal favorites, you really put together a really good body of work. That's what I truly believe. You feel me? And everybody had their own favorite song off there, man. Um, it's been extremely successful. We're still pushing it. You know what I mean? Still promoting it, still getting after it, man. It's, it's been an incredible run so far, man. Mm -hmm. And I know you've been doing some things in the industry for a while, doing things with your group at Dead Wrong Records. You've been out here for a while. So to get the people to know who King Champs is, tell me who you are, when you started rapping and when you started putting this record company together, this record group with Dead Wrong Records. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, you know, me and my brother, we run a label as on. Um, we started um, doing this professionally, professionally, I would say about six years ago, seven years ago. Um, we've kind of um, been crafting our own sound for a minute, you know, um, it kind of started back in the day, we always had a vision of making a record label and actually um, being like the greats, you know, that we look up to, whether it's, you know, Puff, Suge, you know, LA, um, LA Reads, you know, Barry Gordy's, all of the top guys, you know what I mean, Master P, you know what I mean, these guys that had um, an impact on our culture, um, we looked up to it. That was something that we idolized and we felt like we could go in and do. Um, we have a musical background. We come from music, you know what I mean? Um, we grew up listening to everything from Hendrix to the Beatles to Muddy Waters to fucking Dipset and the, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? Like we just have um, just a great um, love for music and understanding for music. So it just fit like a glove, bro. We just wanted to kind of do something great. And I feel like we're on a trajectory to do that, man, for sure. Looking back, what was the first mixtape that you released? Because I believe you've been releasing mixtape, not even just on Apple Music and iTunes, but on other platforms over the years. 
For sure, for sure. The first project that we officially dropped was Kings of Kings. That was a project that we dropped on all platforms. I believe that was back in 2012. Um, after that, we dropped All Hell the King, which was just one like that piff. Um, that was my um, solo mixtape. And then we just dropped like a slew of singles in between that time um, because we felt like we could actually market the singles better. Um, coming from a label perspective, we felt like just dropping a bunch of projects and a bunch of projects takes a lot of time. And we still wanted to have content out. So we kind of found a middle ground that was able to keep us going forward. So in between time, we um, was just dropping singles. And that's before Dawn of the Dead. And then me and Azan just had the idea like, yo, let's put together a great slew of East Coast artists. And, you know, let's get this shit cracking. Let's show people on a platform. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of the doper artists that actually can spit coming from where we come from, Philly, New York, Connecticut, Boston, whatever, they don't really get a chance to show how they're spitting. And on a project, we got people from New York, we got people from Buffalo, of course, Philly, where we're from. And um, we just been putting it together. So yeah, for years we've been grinding, man. And I feel like Dawn of the Dead is what it's called is Dawn of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Raw Records. You know what I mean? We coming for that ass, baby. They got to deal with us. Was was the title Dawn of the Dead, did you draw any inspiration from George A. Romero's classic, Dawn of the Dead? Nah, nah, nah. Huh? You know, we just, um, we was thinking just, and, and I got to be honest, you know what I mean? I got to be honest. Um, I think what kind of came from it is, is just kind of like how I was explaining it, where it's like, we felt like it was the dawn of a new era. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The new era in um, hip hop music, a new era in, in music, period. And um, we just wanted to kind of put our stamp on shit. You know, as you know, um, we released it um, towards the end of 2020. 2020 was a turbulent year for everyone. You know what I'm saying? But we wanted to kind of show um, a form of being resilient. You know what I'm saying? Through all of the tough times and actually show something positive and really put together a great body of work. And I think like we were able to accomplish this. So um, Dawn of the Dead, man, it's a special project, man. And it's still picking up. It's still doing a lot of great numbers, still doing a lot of great things for us. So I'm, I'm very proud of the project. Yeah, it's a good body of work as far as real hip hop goes, as we all know. We've had our conversations, of course. And when did you really start rubbing elbows in the industry with industry people. And we've talked about certain people, some people, we, I think we remember who we talked about, but. Yeah, yes, you, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, that was an interesting conversation, but one that needed to be had. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so when did you start rubbing those elbows and making those connections? Um, I actually think we really started making a lot of connections and a lot of waves um, in the industry with um, a lot of higher ups, um, a lot of different rappers and producers and a lot of different guys. Once we really started dropping a slew of singles, I feel like once we kind of started understanding how to put together our own campaigns and how to guerrilla market our music, that's when it started to catch a lot of people's eyes. Cause I mean, come on, bro. Like you're a DJ, like you get crazy submissions every fucking day from all over the fucking place. Oh. You know how this thing goes. And some can be really good and others can be shit. Yeah, yeah, I've plenty of those. Yeah, you, bro, you know, <laughs> like we can sit here and, and build off of that alone. You feel me? Just like talking about like, yo, like it's a lot of music out here. So as an artist or um, someone who's running a record label, how do you stand out? 
You know what I'm saying? So one thing we kind of latched on to was guerrilla marketing. And I think it started turning a lot of eyebrows because it's like, hey, these dudes are sending links like how we got um, to know each other via Twitter. I'm sending links. I'm networking. I'm not scared to network because the thing is, you have to be able to build relationships. Relationships are important. And we had to understand that early on. It was like, yo, we got to push this shit because how are we going to be able to separate mm-hmm. where your mom got a mid-state, my mom got a mid-state, your uncle may be working on his first album, my uncle working on his sits. Like, everybody fucking does music. So how do you separate, how do you start getting the eyes of these people that are big in the industry to look at you? And it was from guerrilla marketing. It was from dropping really dope content. It was about doing really good interviews, you know what I mean, which also kind of falls in the content umbrella and really just pushing, man, you know what I mean, and networking. Networking was the biggest thing. And I think it started to open the eyes of a lot of people in the industry where we've got a lot of allies now, you know what I mean? Enemies come with it because as you well know, at the end of the day, if you're a young force and you're doing your thing, motherfuckers start getting scared of you. They do. They get a little shook. And that's what we're here for. We're here to make them shook. That's why you're here for, to make motherfuckers shook. Be a little uncomfortable. So they know that. You know what I mean? And and I feel like those things are what kind of started opening up more and more doors for us as far as, like, getting to know a lot of different industry people and having those allies. What do you think was the most important connection that you made? Oh, man. The most important connection. Honestly, to tell you the truth, I think it really would have to be with DJs. Mm. And I would just have to say DJs as a, as a whole because of you guys are the ones that still control the music. And you, like, to an extent because of the payola with the record companies now. If we're talking clubs and stuff and Instagram live things, we can play that stuff. If we're talking radio, well, for me, I mean, I, I'm on my own station, especially with college. So we, we don't get paid to play anything. So we choose what we play. That's different. If we're talking commercial right. radio, unfortunately, the good artists don't get any attention because God forbid you put on someone who has talent and MC skills. I mean, give me a break. But you, you, put, you, put, you put someone on now just based off of the numbers. It's not all about talent anymore. It's all about how, many, how much numbers you do. Mm. I, couldn't, I couldn't agree with that. The only, the only reason why I say you guys still have a lot of power is because regardless, like you said, when you start talking about payola and all this and the third, we still have to see you guys somehow, some way. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You like, can still see me, that's for sure. You could see me, but, you know, it depends. Like, if you're going to hand me some trash, I'm not going to play it. Because the thing with social media to, to nowadays, which is crazy, is everyone thinks they're a rapper. Everyone thinks they're a celebrity. Everyone thinks they're good at what they do. I've gotten complete trash where it just sounds like a mess like mumble rap in their basement or their bedroom which is <laughs> atrocious and, and and then you'll get the artists and a great example was when i saw a clip of drewski because drewski shout out to dj drewski's been on the show he had an artist come in I, I i don't know if it was staged or it was true an artist came in and basically interrupted his interview that was going on because he has this independent artist interview movement which he does called the movement mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, this guy comes in and he rips the guy out of the chair who he's interviewing. He's like, you've been avoiding me for months and ducking me for months. And we're doing our interview now. And it's like, that's what interviewers, certain interviewers and DJs have to go through. And everyone thinks they're a celebrity. And that's what it comes to. Everyone thinks they're a celebrity. So I do get the messages. 
Why aren't you playing my record? Why aren't you putting me on the show? You're not entitled. I call you. You know what I'm saying? The DJs and the personalities call you. But see, okay. You see what I'm saying though, bro? (laughs) This is exactly what I'm saying. Because the thing is, and, and, and going back to answering the question, it's like, bro, like you guys have that kind of power because press is everything for an independent artist. It's everything. You need press. If you don't have press, no one gives a fuck. And I can totally agree where you do have the rappers who are entitled and it's like, bro, you shit. Like, you're not good. <laughs> Just because you can fight don't mean that you you right. That don't mean shit. Just because you come up to a station, you want to brody shit and, you know, act some kind of way and yada, yada, yada. It's like, bro, listen. Again, like you said, you guys have that kind of power and you guys have a lot of different things that can benefit artists, but it comes down to being professional. It just comes down to being a professional, like in anything, you know what I mean? And a lot of these motherfuckers come off, you know, where we're still acting like this shit is, yeah, like, bro, like, don't nobody owe you shit. (laughs) You feel (laughs) me? Like, no one owes you a motherfucking thing. So your ass... Thinking that, oh, uh, uh, you know, DJ Max, he gonna play my shit. He got the plugs up there. He gonna do this and the third. He over here. He over there. Listen, if he don't fuck with it, he don't fuck with it. Yeah. That's just how it is. It don't mean that. Oh, just cause you say so, it's just gonna happen. Nah, that's 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 never how the world works. I can't go into a pizza store and mow 90 niggas out the way to get a slice of pizza. That's not how the fuck in the world works. It don't work that way. No, it doesn't. It's ridiculous, bro. It's insane. It's insane. And then when the artists come with you, oh, I'll pay you. You don't have to pay me to play your records. I'm not going to sell my soul. Even if your record's garbage, I'm not going to take the money to play it because why am I going to, I'm not even going to do that. I have had people offer me to, play their records and no, I turned it down. I'm not going to take the money and play your records because I don't like the records and I'm not going to take anyone's money regardless. I think that's foolish to play your record. You're going to pay me your money to play a record. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's the same time. Same things. When, when we have opportunities to do, when I have opportunities to do interviews and then there's certain people that want me to pay them to come on my show. It's not happening. I haven't paid no one to come on, no. I'm on my show. Everyone that's come on my show has either wanted to come on or if I have requested to come on, they, they wanted to come on. There's no, I, I didn't pay anyone a dime to come on my show. That's the fact. And you've had a lot, like again, bro, you've had a lot of different motherfuckers come through. The legends have came through. The up and comers has came through. You know what I mean? And just independent titans that's just doing their thing. They've all came through and they respect what you're doing. See, the thing is, bro, I think in a lot of just in life period, fuck the music industry, just in life period, I think that respect and integrity is just lost. You know what I'm saying? Like how motherfuckers just move as men of honor and men of value. That thing has just lost. Because everybody's chasing everybody, everybody's following everybody, everybody's doing shit for clout in some kind of form of acceptance. So when they see stand-up motherfuckers like me and you, where it's like, bro, like, I'm not paying you to play my shit. I've been played everywhere in the world, bro. Yeah. From 
FM, you know what I mean? Like, you can Google me, bitch. Like, the fuck? Like, I'm not doing, you know what I mean? Like, come on, same thing with you. It's like, bro, we put in a lot of legitimate work. So you're not going to come sideways at us. You're not going to say, oh, yeah, well, you can do this and do this and the third. Nah, I got numbers in my phone a lot of motherfuckers can't even come in contact with. Same thing with you. And we play shit a certain kind of way because we're men of integrity and men of respect. Those things have been lost. So therefore, motherfuckers come off a little disrespectful. So when they get checked, they don't really know what to do. Where it's like, bro, I don't need you up on here. I done had everybody up on here. It's a privilege to be on here. Respected as such. Mm. You got that right. You understand it. Yeah. Bro, I know. We didn't talk, bro. We didn't talk countless times. Yeah. Like (laughs) countless times, bro. So it's just like, I already know how you roll with certain shit. And like I said, you've built up a certain kind of respect and a certain kind of name. And I respect that. And so have I. You know what I mean? With DRM records and the different things that we're doing, it's like, bro, like, not too many people can get on Urban Outfitters playlists. Not too many people can go on in here and get a whole write-up on Underground Hip Hop blog. You know what I'm saying? With no payola, no nothing. This is just straight off the muscle shit. Getting played all over the world from Croatia to France to London to Japan. You know what I'm saying? Canadian um, radio stations, FM radio stations. Come on. Like, and still get played on DJ Premier and still have hot 97 DJs playing your shit, still having fucking our heart radio motherfuckers playing your shit without you giving them no money. Like, y'all going to respect what we do. We've built we've built the reputations to do it, and we're not sitting here bragging motherfuckers just, just stating the facts. Go Google it. Just about 100 motherfuckers that came through the show. Go Google it. It's work. Just Google it. That's all there is to it. That's it, bro. <laughs> see, see, bro, the problem is is when people actually say they Google it shit, it's nothing to Google. It's free. How many, how many episodes have you done? Oh, throughout my time? Yes. Wow. Wow. Probably, I'd probably say over 400. <laughs> come the fuck on yeah come on you know what i'm saying like it, it it comes down to a point of we have to respect the people that put in the work you know what i'm saying um it is a music business but like i said i, I treat everybody with respect and i'm not going to treat you like oh you know you're just another dj or this and the third because this is the thing not everybody gets opportunities you could be in front of 100 people to 100,000 people. It's more people than you knew. And you never know who these people could be connected with or who they're networked with. So treat everything with respect and come with some good products. Stop putting out bullshit. <laughs> you got that right. Oh, man. King Shapes keeps, keeps it real 100%. What do you got planned for 2021 coming off of the last project here? Oh, man. Road to Peru. Road to Peru is the next project. Um, dropping a solo project. Um, we're already in the works, getting a lot of things together behind the scenes of really making this the biggest project that we've ever put out. Um, we're we're um, rubbing elbows with the right people. Like I said, Dawn did. I was putting that out. has opened up a lot of doors, not only for myself and my career, but everybody else on the label. 
You know what I'm saying? Even people that are associated with the label or associated with us, we're the kind of people where it's like, yo, if you're with us, you're with us. You know what I mean? If you're not with us, you're nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's just how we look at everything. So um, 2021, oh yeah, Road to Peru. A bunch of singles. You know what I mean? The artists who want to be dropping Frio actually has a project out right now. Um, uh, Freezes, I believe, is out. Um, Black's going to be dropping something real soon. Um, dropping a couple of singles. Caution and Ra. You know what I mean? We're going to have Pretty Bully coming out. She's she's nice. You know what I'm saying? So um, we've got a lot of different things in, in the works. You know what I'm saying? Um, behind the scenes and everything. And we just want to keep the foot on these niggas' necks, man. These motherfuckers are soft, bro. You feel me? They ain't not spitting no real shit. And what Dawn of the Dead did, I feel, um, is give you that something mold, something new, something borrowed, something blue kind of flow. You feel me? Where the shit's still lit, you can play it over here, but you can't deny the bars. You can't deny the concepts. You can't deny the content. So I felt like Dawn of the Dead kind of set us up. It's almost like that was like the sacrifice fly to win the game. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it just was that. And that's how we feel. So yeah, 2021, we're we going to be running it up, bro. Road to Peru is coming out. We're going to be dropping a slew of freestyles and just really opening up the game, man. Really opening up the game. I feel like the game was for the taking. You know what I mean? You look at a lot of these different groups and shit, they fall off because they're not good. No, you're exactly right. To do after a while. Yeah. Exactly right. I think something that would really help you guys out. Do you have any visuals coming out? Because I think that would be that would be something. Oh, for sure, for sure. That um that is definitely in the works as well. You know, this is the thing, bro, to be honest. Um, I get asked the question consistently, why no visuals? Why no visuals? Um, because I want my visuals to be done correctly. Number one, I don't want to shoot a fucking uh, corner store video just to say I got a fucking video. Mm. You know what I mean? I feel like videos are still works of art. You want your art to have the same quality. If you listen to Dawn of the Dead and the extravagant shit that we're talking about and the, and the elaborate shit that we're talking about, um, the song has to be depicted in the right way in the video. We can't be rapping this shit coming out the bodega, nigga. The fuck? <laughs> like, that shit looks goofy and crazy to me. Like, we're not going to do that. And then this is the thing, too. We pride ourselves on the content. MF Doom didn't have a lot of visuals. No, he didn't. Millions of fans, not a lot of visuals. He built his shit off of um, his music and his enigma. And I feel like Dave Ron Records has kind of done the same thing from a street level. Um, and like I said, again, as far as visuals is concerned, we want to make sure that everything is done right. We're not just going to shoot no bullshit. So when the visuals do come out, which we're in the process of making and creating the content, it's going to match exactly what you're hearing from the audio perspective. I feel like that um, that used to go hand in hand. Like if you look at a, um, a video like Hypnotized by Big, 
I feel like that video and song went hand in hand. When you look at the Cream video from Wu-Tang Clan, that goes hand in hand. How Do You Want It by Tupac. You know what I mean? Like certain records, they have to go hand in hand with what's going on. So I feel like we just want to go in and keep that together, to be honest. Which record off Dawn of the Dead would you do the visual for first? Because I know you guys, as you mentioned before, you're very precise with doing the visual. So which one would you do off of Dawn of the Dead? That is a hell of a question, bro. Um, Forbes niggas definitely would probably be one for sure. I feel like that record um, is is a powerful record. Um, Hot shit would be a visual. I would do one for that. Um, I feel like it's got like that kind of beat and that kind of tone where it could be like a really dope visual um to shoot. <clears throat> wave shit, wave shit. I feel like just by the beat and how the beat's going, if you actually make like some crazy fucking shit with it, it'll really enhance the record. So yeah, probably those three like off the rip. If I like if somebody was like, yo, today we have to shoot something. Those would be the three for sure. Those for, sure. Three for sure. I'm going in with them. Any underground performances that you got coming out this year at all? You know what, man? Due to all of this COVID shit, bro, um, we're really just taking our time with it, um, trying to go in here and see what venues are opening up. A lot of them are starting to open up more in New York. So um, we got a couple of opportunities up there. But um, definitely probably towards the end of the summer, mm-hmm. um, all fall definitely gonna be running. Cause I feel like by that time, I think things would be a little bit more lax. People are still kind of itching and going back into place. You know what I mean? Inch by inch going back into um, some degree of normalcy with this bullshit. So to be honest, probably like in the middle of the summer, you know what I mean? Fall, months, all, all the regulations and guidelines. Once they make their fucking minds up with this crazy shit, that we can go on ahead and go to the proceedings this evening. You feel me? <laughs> Have you been able to network with any artists, especially this one that's been on my show, OT The Real? He's doing his thing. I think he's from Philly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's from Philly. Nah, you know what? This is the thing. I'm always open um, to working with anybody as long as they dope and as long as they real. You know what I mean? I'm always open to work. Um, he's definitely a dope artist. You know what I mean? Shout out to him. Shout out to the whole Philly doing their thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? RJ Payne's doing his thing. You know, Quilly doing his thing out here. You feel me? Um, you know, uh, uh, who else? Who else? Just from like the rapper, rapper side of things. Um, Uzi and Meek, they out here. They from Philly. I got to show them love and respect. You know what I mean? The brothers is doing their thing as well. Um, so yeah, shout out to the whole Philly, everybody that's doing anything, man. And he's definitely an incredible artist. I didn't see him freestyle to like every fucking beat. So he definitely, he gets busy. He does. I agree with you on that. Philly's, you got some upcoming real artists out here. I'll tell you that. And you're one of them. I appreciate that. As far as the ones that take it seriously with their pen, you're in there. You know, you're in there. You got to, people just got to keep finding. They got to keep looking, keep digging, digging in those crates. Bro, it's, and it's all about pushing and I appreciate it. And I honestly feel um, no bullshit. There hasn't really been an artist from Philly like me before. Um, and and I, I say that wholeheartedly where when you listen to a Dawn of the Dead or any of the previous work I've put out, 
I feel like from a lyrical perspective, from a swag perspective, from being able to put a record perspective, I don't, I feel like I'm the most complete artist to come out of my city. I don't really see too many guys has done it because the thing is, I feel like you have a lot of guys that are in Philly that are just good freestyle dudes. You have a lot of guys that are just good at just making songs. You have certain guys that just do club records. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you go down on Dawn of the Dead and actually listen to every track we have of Forbes niggas, the versatility and the different flow patterns that I have in there, um, hot shit. Then you go listen to my block. You know what I'm saying? Where that's the, just a whole street record. And then you go listen to wave shit. Um, honestly, and, and, and I don't really say it cocky. I, it's just like the work speaks for itself. You know what I'm saying? I don't see a lot of guys like that. And you tell me, because you a motherfucker that's well-respected. You tell me if I'm sounding crazy to you. No, Because I've really. sent you a gang of records. <laughs> yeah, no. No, you're nice. Like, you wouldn't be here if you weren't. Come on. Yeah. Talk, can you tell him, please? Yeah. <laughs> okay. King Champ hey. wouldn't be on the show here today if I didn't think he was nice. That's, <laughs> that's for certain. But we do, if it's an independent artist, no. You know, you're here, you're nice. There are times as a DJ, you got to apply to the mainstream audience, right. which, I, which I've had to do due to the college platform and building up my rapport with people. You got to put those artists on sometimes. Word. Not the whack ones, like the whack artists, ones that make the SoundCloud songs in the basement, but the, the mainstream ones that you see in the top iTunes charts. Word, word. And, and, and I'm telling you, bro, the way Dearborn Records is moving, do not be surprised when you see road to Peru and all of these different projects that we drop on the billboard charts. It's coming. It, it, it's on its way. The way this sound has kind of impacted and shook up a lot of different rooms, bro. I'm telling you, when you see it on the billboard charts and we'll go back to this, we'll go back right to this interview. We'll go right back and <laughs> we'll say, Oh, he, he said that shit. He said that it sounded crazy, but eh, it don't sound too crazy when we're putting the numbers on the boards. Yeah, we, we're going to look back on it. It's going to happen. You got to speak it into existence. Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right. You better, you better believe in what you're doing. because You know this. You know this to be true. You better believe in what you're doing because nobody else will. Yeah, no, no, no one else will. Once people see you believe so much, yo, once they see you believing, and you moving, yo, listen, everybody wants to go on here and, and, and be your friend all of a sudden. You know how that go. Oh, yeah. Oh, please. I'm going to be moving in small circles. I've had my, uh, my, I've had my come to terms with people in life. So always move in small <laughs> circles. <so. laughs> That's a fact. Always move in small circles. But K King Champs, I know we're going to talk after, but is there anything else you'd love to tell the audience up here? We went over the new projects, your come up and rap the connections you've made, things you've got planned for 2021, anything else you'd love to let the audience know? Oh, man, yeah. Um, just look out for us. You know what I mean? Go follow the SoundCloud page, um, Dead Wrong Records. Um, I'd like to go in here and say shout out to you for having me on the platform in the first place. I really appreciate it, brother. We've really been trying to build up to this, and it's um, a blessing to finally get it done. Yeah. Um, yeah, follow me on Instagram. Um, at King Chance, you know what I mean? I'm always dropping different updates. I'm always dropping different motivational quotes on my page. I call it Champ's Word of the Day. You know what I mean? Just to get you through the day with some kind of positivity and some kind of thought that can go in here, you can implement into your life. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
Yeah, and go check out Dawn of the Dead. Like, we're just not talking this rap shit for nothing. We really do this shit. Like, from top to bottom, everybody that's on the album did a phenomenal job. Radio Rob, Pretty Bully, you know I mean? Myself, Azan produced all of the records, did all of the hooks. He went fucking postal on that whole project. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Def Soldier, who's from, um, from the Bronx. You know what I mean? He came through and did his thing black. You know what I mean? Just naming the team, man. You know, um, we've got a lot of different um, artists with a lot of different um, skill sets and they bring it to the table, man. And it's a hell of a gumbo, man. So go check out Donna did. It's on all platforms. Go follow me at King Champs on Twitter and Instagram. And look for us. Look for us. Dave Ron Records is going to take this shit over. We already starting to rub elbows with the high up. So, you know, don't be mad at us when we come through in them new trucks, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you follow King Champs. Go check out Dawn of the Dead. Dead Wrong Records are on the right path. If you love real hip hop, you respect lyricism, this is where it's at. You know, trust me on that. And this, I'm the one who keeps it real all the time. I'll tell you. you know. This is real hip hop right here. King Champs, I want you to enjoy the rest of your day, man. Thank you for coming on the show. And, you know, until next time, you know, we'll, we'll be, you'll be on the show again when you drop the new project. Definitely, definitely, brother. Like I said, I appreciate you for having me, man. No doubt.